Chapter 2 The Holy Grail of Personal Growth The secret to the true source of personal growth has been sought through the ages. And this quest has continued to the present day. Mystics, spiritual leaders, philosophers, and today's motivational trainers have all searched for the true path to personal success. What is the secret to each man or woman's destiny? Why do some people fail while others succeed? With the answers to those questions, the future of mankind is much brighter and more hopeful than it was just a few years ago. Many people have looked for the answers in the field of self-improvement. For more than 50 years, a generation of self-help authors taught us what they were discovering about how each of us could improve our lives. And they told us we would find the best in our lives when we learned and practiced the quote-unquote rules of personal growth that they had discovered. The rules they gave us were not difficult to understand, and not surprisingly, most of the popular self-help authors in one way or another identified many of the same rules. If you read the greatest self-help books of the past decades, you'll recognize the rules they taught us. Set goals, think positive, learn to be organized, manage your time, remember that you create what you believe in most, focus on what you want to achieve, work hard, and never give up. In these pages, we'll meet some of these ideas again, but we'll be looking at them in a new, updated, and more scientific light, as we've now discovered the key to each of them. Working is neuroplasticity. Success is in the brain. When I wrote the book, What to Say When You Talk to Yourself, I had studied self-help concepts that were working in many lives. Because the ideas were working and were literally changing lives, it became clear to me that these concepts must have, must have their basis in the physical, neural anatomy of the brain itself. The science behind the development of personal growth was not yet fully understood, of course. However, it was undeniable that personal improvement methods like changing one's attitude, thinking positive, and setting goals were working. I wanted to know why they were working. I believed that the rules of personal growth, while sound, should be taken to the next step in how the brain itself works physically, chemically, electrically, neurologically. Lasting success had to be a product of the mind, but also a product of how the brain is wired. That book presented my findings that personal growth in any repeatable form is never an accident, that success is the result of mental programs that begin at birth and often stay with us throughout our lives. The book identified the importance of self-talk as a practical way to change those programs, based on the premise that your brain is changed by the thoughts you think. Interestingly, during the time that many thousands of people were applying the principles of personal growth and clearly improving their lives as a result, 
self-help also had its doubters. These were well-intentioned critics who questioned the promises of positive attitude and other forms of self-help, saying that things like positive thinking were nothing more than wishful thinking, and that there were nothing, there was nothing scientific about them. As surprising as it seems now, some of that skepticism came from the field of neuroscience. While Dr. Norman Vincent Peale, Napoleon Hill, and Dr. Maxwell Maltz, three of the most popular proponents of personal growth of the 20th century, were saying that your attitude and your thinking could change your life from the inside out, neuroscientists were still saying that positive thinking was like any other kind of thinking and that it could not actually change the human brain. Those neuroscientists were defending the long-held scientific paradigm that the brain stops growing or changing early in life, and as a result, you could not actually change your brain no matter what you thought. It was clear that many neuroscientists were continuing to defend a picture of the brain that was out of line with what we were observing in our studies of human behavior. My own study and findings disagreed with views that I believed to be outdated. I recognized that many people, whether they were very young or were in their 80s or older, were making dramatic and often permanent changes in their lives. And they were clearly making those changes by changing the way they thought. So I continued to research and write several more books on the subject and continued to present my position that the human brain could be rewired and changed by what we thought the input we gave it. This concept was so important, in fact, that some years later, I founded the Life Coach Institute to help others as life coaches teach and apply this guiding principle. In time, what we at the Institute knew to be true about the brain's ability to change would become universally accepted fact. But in the meanwhile, schools and universities continue to teach the brain is set and stops growing and changing before we reach adulthood. According to the textbooks from that time, each of us had to live with the brain we ended up with for the rest of our lives. We were taught that our genes determine who we are and who we become, and that the brain cannot grow or change. We were told that with aging, the brain inevitably loses its vitality and suppleness and in time even its memories. And what was that? For years, that's what we were told. That's what all textbooks taught and that's what most people believed. Fortunately for us today, what our textbooks were teaching us then was wrong. A new picture of who we are. Finally, after many years, finally, after many years of thinking the old way about the brain, within the space of a few short years, a new era of computer imagining technology stepped in. New experiments could be conducted that proved the right kind of self-help thinking had been on the right track all along. With the new technology, scientists were able to see a very different picture of the human brain. 
and neuroscience began to change its mind. For the first time, with new research technologies such as positron emission tomography, or PET, functional magnetic resonance imaging, or fMRI, transcranial magnetic stimulation, or TMS, and other new tools for brain imaging and mapping, neuroscientists were able to see inside the brain while it was working. And what they saw literally changed their overall picture of the way the brain actually works. For the first time, scientists saw that the human brain, instead of being set and static, continually reprogrammed and restructured itself. They saw that the brain grew and changed moment by moment, input by input, and thought by thought. The brain was plastic, malleable, and it was not only growing new neurons, it was rewiring itself. And this amazing plasticity wasn't only happening in the brains of the young. It was happening throughout the entire lifetime of each individual. With the discovery that the brain is continually rewiring itself based on new input it receives, we had finally found the scientific holy grail for personal growth. It is that the brain itself is plastic and able to change and that plasticity creates a neural activity feedback loop. That is, the brain sets up a continuing, self-perpetuating cycle of success or failure that lies at the heart of why we act, live, and feel as we do. It is the one scientific discovery that stands above all others in the field of personal growth, and it explains why the truth about neuroplasticity itself is so important. Finding the Grail The Holy Grail of personal growth has been an elusive goal for so many people who wanted to make their lives better. Now, with the discovery that the brain rewires itself with the input we give it, we've found the answer we were looking for. If you want to change your life, change your wiring. The latest research from the field of neuroscience is incredibly promising. You get to go past the problems or the self-imagined inadequacies of your past and create the better, more amazing person you would like to be. And you don't have to hope for a miracle or wait for luck to happen. This time, science is on your side. We have found the holy grail of personal growth. You can rewire your brain. Hey, it's Jack Solomon. Thank you for listening in on my reading. Hey, it's Jack Solomon. Thank you for listening in on my reading. Hey, it's Jack Solomon. Thanks for listening in on my reading. And pay attention to the next chapter because it's getting really good. Now again, please share this podcast with your friends. Let's all grow together. Let's all personally develop together and rewire our brains.